Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ministry Mailbag Podcast, a podcast brought to you from Trinity Lutheran Church in Owatonna, Minnesota. And we are your hosts. I'm Chris Swanson, Director of Middle School Ministry. And I'm Kate Verlotz, Director of High School Ministry. Hello, listeners. We're glad to be back with you again. We have a great show. We're super excited for you today. Pretty hilarious, if I don't say so myself. And we're going to start uh, with a devotion from Bob Goff, as well as a TEDx talk. I'm not going to read all this or play it for you. You can go find it. But Bob Goff wrote a book called Love Does, in which he has a writing about the youth group game, the classic youth group game, Bigger and Better. One of the best youth group games, in my opinion. (laughs) It's amazing. You never know what is going to happen. If you go to YouTube and simply search, can you trade a paperclip for a house? You're going to find this TEDx talk in which a man, similar to the game Bigger and Better, where you start with a penny and trade it for items that are bigger and better. He starts with a paperclip and the premise of could, what could he get for this? And eventually he trades up for a whole variety of hilarious items like at least what I remember, there's a snow globe at one point, there's like a truck, um, and eventually he does get a house. It's all in goodwill, and he ends up gathering everyone he's traded with over the course of the year back together for a celebration, and they donate the house. Because I love Bigger and Better, and throughout the years, we have gotten some incredible Bigger and Better items at Trinity Chris, I'd love for you to share one of your crazier items for our top three today. Maybe you have three items that have been pretty crazy. Yeah, top three items from bigger and better experiences in my life. I I didn't just go with Trinity time. I went with my life. So again, bigger and better for people who maybe don't know is a game where you go out from the church, go out into the neighborhood, and you go in small groups and you start with a penny. You go door to door and ask the the people who live there, hey, uh, do you have something that's bigger and better than this penny? And are you willing to play this game and trade with us? And a lot of times you start, you get something like a can of soup or, you know, a dead plant. Or, But eventually you meet somebody who is just ready to unload a gem. By gem, sometimes you mean they're things they were going to give to Salvation Army or sometimes the gem of things that was probably going to go in their dumpster. So. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I'm going to work backwards in my timeline from Trinity. You know, we've gotten a lot of weird things over the years from Trinity. We've gotten a lot of strange things when I've taken the middle schoolers out. And usually I can't think of a specific item, but usually it's some kind of old furniture, like a, a junky desk or office chair or end table or something like that. Do you have anything like that, Kate? Oh, okay, fine. The best item that has ever been given to me, and I've only played bigger and better at Trinity, um, was last year. After playing bigger and better, I arrived back to my office to find the ugliest rocking chair and ottoman that I had ever seen in my entire life. 
and it definitely smelled like cat pee. It was disgusting. The whole group was like, we got this for you. <laughs> Your office needed it. I disagreed. And the Trinity rummage sale benefited greatly from those items. Yeah, that thing didn't stick around. Well, speaking of terrible furniture, at my previous congregation, I worked in Bloomington, Minnesota. A group came back with a toilet. That's right, a toilet that was behind someone's garage, no longer in use or in need of being used. They brought back a toilet. Oh my goodness. I hope it had like a lid seat cover on it. And <laughs> I'm, I'm very scared right now. <laughs> There weren't any remnants in the toilet, if that's what you're getting at, thankfully. Yep, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do have to say, in that hall of the cat pee chair also came some of my daughter's favorite things. This might sound super creepy, but they also brought back another small group, this box of things that were clearly going to another garage sale or being saved for theirs. And there was this Minnie Mouse dress and an Anna and Elsa book, both of which I washed multiple times, but Aria definitely uses both of those things because they were left in my office. So That's awesome. <laughs> Kids benefit. They do. <clears throat> Reaching way back to my childhood as a youth at First Lutheran Church in Bemidji, Minnesota, we used to play this game multiple times a year. And one time we went out, I have two memories of this. I don't know if it happened the same night that we played it or not, but at least in my mind, both of these gems came back to our church. One group brought back a mannequin, but it had a dent in its head. And since we were a pretty open and inclusive youth group, we wanted to reach out to everyone. We nicknamed it the Youth Crackhead. Oh my goodness. All what, are welcome. What a trophy. Also, one person came back with a box of kittens, live kittens. No. <laughs> yes, the I, youth director made him return them after youth group. That's probably the smartest youth directorial decision I've heard of yet with bigger and better, besides offloading a cat pee chair to their garage sale. <laughs> yes, it was great. Uh, okay. Our main topic, we want to talk about summer trip dirt, our tales of our misadventure on the road. Chris? So I'm going to keep some of these memories just to my time at Trinity in the last seven plus years. The first misadventure is from my very first summer at Trinity. So let me set the stage. This is 2013. I've got two service trips hitting the road. One is to Joplin, Missouri with about 20 people and one was to, to Cincinnati, Ohio with uh, about 30, maybe 35-ish people. We're getting ready to go to Cincinnati. It's a bigger group. Everyone shows up with all their gear and we start to load the vans and the trailer and it becomes very obvious that we don't have enough room. Now keep in mind this is the first trip that my direct supervisor is coming with and so i'm a little bit nervous that i have all my ducks in a row and like impressing my new boss at my new church very important yeah 
And again, it becomes very obvious that we don't have enough space for everyone's luggage. So we had to load up like 30 extra suitcases into the Trinity 15 passenger bus and ask a parent who was not going on the trip to follow us as we caravaned over to Rochester to get uh, to rent an additional trailer from Keen Rental. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yep. So it all worked out in the end, but I was pretty flustered. Speaking of trailers, let me share with you one of my favorite adult leader stories from West Virginia. One of my favorite adult leaders, Bob Howell, decided because he was, well, he snored, okay? And not just like a regular snore, but sounded like a bear waking up in the spring snoring. Oh, no. for, For everyone's health and ears that he should sleep in the trailer. He didn't tell anyone. (laughs) Oh my gosh, what? So Bob sleeping in the trailer and former supervisor who was also on this trip, leading this trip, decided to go move some suitcases back into the trailer and definitely threw a couple of them onto poor sleeping Bob. Oh, poor Bob. Poor Bob. Remember that Bob slept in the trailer? (laughs) Most of the trip. (laughs) That's ridiculous. All right. Well, speaking of ridiculous things and vehicles, Mm -hmm. here's a site that I have never seen anywhere else. The second summer that I spent at Trinity, we hit the road to head to Colorado. It was my first Colorado adventure trip. And we got maybe three hours down the road. We pulled into a truck stop, but things weren't quite right. All over the parking lot, there were these black heaps. And then when we got to the rest stop, there was this scorched out trailer, like a, like a semi-truck trailer. Okay. And all of the kids were so you know, tired and out of it and just sort of zombie walking into the, the rest stop that they would unconsciously zigzag or step over these charred, chunks of meat (gasps) no joke kate it was a meat truck that had somehow we don't know how caught fire and spewed charred meat all over this rest stop parking lot oh no that's super gross it wasn't on fire when we got there all the damage was done but it was a hilarious sight to see something i've never witnessed Oh, goodness. Flaming meat truck. Ugh. Sorry, not sorry. Ugh, gross. What else do you have for us? Okay, so one of my first trips involved heading to Chicago. To Chicago, if you've ever traveled to Chicago, you know there's toll booths. We don't have those here in Minnesota. I may or may not have run a toll booth. Uh-oh. It was bad. Like, hit a couple cones on the way. Oh, no. Whoa, yes. Promise the van was fine. Not just that you didn't pay the toll. Yep, didn't pay the toll, hit a couple cones. Van survived damage-free. How about your ego? 
not damage free because now this is why all of our students make fun of my driving. The story has circulated, Chris. Oh man, that's great. Uh, what else do you have? <laughs> A lot of funny things happen on the long stretches of highway, as you know. Right. And things that are only mildly funny become hilarious. So one that sticks with me, the first time that, one that sticks with me was from one of my first Colorado adventure trips. I, I don't know if it was the meat truck trip, but afterwards we're driving home from Colorado. So it's two and a half days of driving, just crossing through the endless wasteland that is Nebraska and the almost empty wasteland that is Iowa. Great descriptor words there, thank you. <clears throat> We've left the civilization that is Denver, and one uh, youth keeps asking us if we would change it to her favorite station, today's top hits. Well, we had a jam station of killer 80s rock and 90s rock that we were riding for those first couple hours out of Denver. So we kept putting it off. And she kept asking, like every hour she'd be like, hey, now can you change it to today's top hits? Now can you change it to today's top hits? And at one point, the leaders in the van looked at each other like, there's no way that this radio station still reaches into Nebraska, right? And so we asked her, do you have a station in mind? And she said, oh yeah, it's like 106.7. I remember listening to it as we got into Iowa when we left from Minnesota, at which point we all burst out laughing because this was a person who didn't actually understand how radio works. Poor girl, technology is so different now. So different. Not how a radio works, sorry. <laughs> sorry, today's top hits. Speaking of more cars and more top hits, for those of you who have not gone camping in Colorado or gone on a rafting trip, there is no outdoor bathroom besides what your guides bring with. So no porta potty type thing is sailing down the river with us. It's basically a bucket and some dissolving salty stuff. That's really what I remember. And so you- Lovely. Yeah, you go to the bathroom on the bucket. There is sometimes a little tent they put over you unless you're guides. These particular guides put our bucket for our bathroom station in a lovely river facing view to watch while you went to the bathroom. But there was also a road quite nearby that could see you as oh no. you were using the bathroom. Oh no. This poor student got honked at by in while he was going to the bathroom, number two, of course, uh, several oh. times. Poor soul. So I don't think he thinks about car horns the same, but it became quite the joke on the trip. That's uh, hilarious. No one likes an audience. No, not at all. Speaking of things that don't go how you expected them to go, I have a two-parter from a trip that we took up to Camp Amnicon, which is in northern Wisconsin. We went to this camp. It's an outdoor camp. We weren't doing adventure-related stuff. We were doing service work at the camp. And when we got there, the, the first part of this story is that we found out we weren't staying in a lodge. We were staying basically in framed tents down by the shores of Lake Superior. 
really pretty, really scenic. And really rustic, all things that I love. However, one of our leaders had not informed me that she had a CPAP machine. So mm -hmm. these tents down by the lakeshore didn't have any electricity. And this poor woman had to spend five days without her CPAP machine. And the, the kids in her tent also had to spend five days without her CPAP machine. I mean, yeah, that, uh, that, that is not a fun sleeping arrangement, friends. <laughs> it was a real bummer. But at the end of that trip, so here's part two of things that didn't go how we expected. We did take a canoe trip. Uh, just a day trip down a river and at the end of it we actually did sleep in tents like at a campground and before coming back to camp and it was a great paddle and the guide said okay everyone relax we're gonna get our campfire ready so that we can have dinner and of course everyone's been working hard all day and is excited for this hot delicious dinner the only problem was it had downpoured the entire day before Ooh. So there wasn't much in the way of dry wood. And our guide was a rookie that year. He had passed all of the necessary things as far as making, you know, a, a wet fire, being having this, these wilderness skills and being equipped to do his job, being certified to do his job. But he was really, really struggling to get this fire going. And all we really needed to make mac and cheese was to get a boil. If we could get the water to boil, it would be clean water, and then we could cook the pasta noodles and add the cheese, and everyone would have a hot dinner. Otherwise, we had like one chewy granola bar per person and like a handful of trail mix. Definitely not enough to feed hungry middle schoolers. No, they were so cranky. And so I spent the better part of a couple hours while kids are throwing a Frisbee around and waiting in the river. I spent a couple of hours slowly feeding twig by twig into this campfire because the guide got too frustrated and too down on himself to like finish making the campfire. Oh, poor guide. <laughs> and, and just as dark hit, uh, we got a, we managed to get a boil in the water and we were able to make hot macaroni and cheese and snarf it down just before going to bed. I bet that was the best tasting mac and cheese you've ever had, though. It was amazeballs. And I felt, <laughs> I felt so proud to be able to contribute to making that campfire. I bet. Speaking of folks able to contribute to success and to glory, one of my absolute, I'm going to laugh talking about this. One of my absolute favorite memories happened last summer at Sky Ranch that just really brought our community together. Tell me if you're not feeling well, just communicate no matter what's going on, especially if your tummy is upset. I get to be trip mom. That's important to keep us informed. Right. And this particular student asked me um, if they could go to the nurse. It's, it's like Tuesday morning and I'm like, sure, what's going on? Well, they're not able to go number two. Oh, well, that is a problem. It's been it's been four days plus of our trip together. Oh, that makes my tummy hurt. Right. So they go to the nurse and the nurse gives them the diuretic pill, which is what you take if you can't poop. And 
the student decides instead of taking one to just like take them all. Oh no. Oh yes. Later that night at dinner, the student gets very excited and jumps up and says, all right, everyone, it is time. And yes. The crowd went wild because by now the whole group had known that the student was having such trouble with their bowels and needed encouragement to go potty. And so they raced <laughs> over everything. Right? We were about like a good half of mile maybe away from the bathhouse, racing up the hill towards the bathroom a successful trip to the potty and warm fuzzies to everyone because we were so proud of them that their issues were now solved. Wow, what a sense of accomplishment. And community, Chris, and community. <laughs> I have to say I'm both impressed and slightly concerned at the number of poop misadventure stories that you have. I think it's a high school thing because when you're in a community, you just, you just say what's going on and you, I encourage open communication. And so maybe too open at this point. <laughs> there's authenticity and then there's poop stories. Yes. Which <laughs> always happen on summer trips, especially summer trips. That oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> we could probably go on and on and on and on and on about the misadventures from the road and the hilarious stories that we all get to be a part of. But we'll segue out with this. Uh, the other, one of the other great things about these trips is all of the funny uh, van games that we play. You know, we spend a lot of time in close quarters driving mile after mile down the road. So one game that we've played and we might play a little bit here, but recommend you play it at home also. This is called Would You Rather. How does this work, Kate? So Would You Rather is a this or that type game. And you can go as absurd or as timid as you would like to with your objects or the things that you're asking one another. This is fun to play with parents, trust me, because they're going to be like, that's not for real. <laughs> and the deal here is that it's would you rather fill in the blank. You don't have a third option. You can't negotiate your way around it. It's like, would you rather do A or B? End of discussion. There is no, I would do neither because you must pick. That is the, that's the goal. You must pick one. The, the, the lesser of, the, of two evils. <laughs> the fate of the universe depends on your decision. Correct. So, All right. Chris. Give us a couple of examples here. Okay. Chris, I'm wondering, would you rather eat a worm or eat a beetle? Oh, that's Yum. disgusting. <laughs> that's a great first question. Uh... I would rather eat a worm. How about you? I also was going to choose worm because beetles have legs and things and swallowing that doesn't sound as comfortable. At least with worms, there's some slime going down, right? Well, and, and this is the question, are they dead or are they still alive? 
Ooh. Because I think I could just choke down a dead worm, but if it's still wiggling, I don't know. Wiggling or crawling. Yeah, either way though, the beetle has texture. Like there's gonna be a crunch. Oh yeah. Pass. <laughs> Love it. Okay, my next one. Would you rather own one pair of socks or one pair of mittens? This is pretty timid compared to the worm or beetle situation, but a lot to think through. Yes, we do live in Minnesota. I will go with one pair of mittens because a large part of the year, I wouldn't be wearing mittens anyway. Solid. Your thoughts? Mm. I was going to go with one pair of socks. My coats have pockets typically, but sometimes with tennis shoes, I get blisters. And to me, there's nothing worse than having a blister from your tennis shoe while you're walking somewhere. Are you saying that if I pick the mittens, I don't have any socks? Well, you, no, maybe. <laughs> Would you rather? <laughs> I, I have a lot to think about. Do you have any other questions? My last question for you is, would you rather get gum stuck in your hair or have duct tape peeled off of your arm? Uh, this is really bringing up the sensation. Like that sensation of having tape peeled off of your arm is miserable. Totally. I mean, I guess the obvious choice is just have gum stuck in your hair, right? Because you could do peanut butter or just cut it off. But then what if you have to be stuck with, like you can't wash your hair? Like, is that a stipulation? You have to have peanut butter hair or like a terrible haircut? Yeah, that's where automatically I go of like, I'd rather take the duct tape because I can't imagine having bad hair. <laughs> also me, so. <laughs> that's a lot to think about. And we encourage everyone to ask their families these types of questions. See what kind of strange would you rather pickles you can find yourselves in. Absolutely. That's all we have time for this week. We hope you've enjoyed our reminiscing about misadventures from the road, the ridiculous findings from the bigger and better game, and the uncomfortable choices of would you rather. <laughs> Absolutely. We miss you all. Take care and don't forget to submit questions. Chris, do you want to talk about that really quick? Yeah, you can send us your questions or suggestions or comments or stories either on our Gmail, tlcoatana at gmail.com, or there'll be a link to a Google form submission on Podbean where you might be listening to this right now, which also reminds me that if you're listening to this on iTunes, if you would head over to the Apple Podcast Store and leave us a review and a rating, that helps other people to find us and um, is a cool thing that lets us know that you're listening. Sounds good. Well, we miss you guys and we look forward to recording more podcasts for you next week. <laughs> we'll see you later. Bye.